Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. One of your hosts, T. Simon. I'm Harrison. It's cracking there, Harrison. I'm not dignifying that with a response. <laughs> I say the same thing every week. Yeah. Typically, you respond with some kind of like, I don't know, negative uh, statement about like your vortex of despair. Yeah, or just like a a, a groan that yeah, lasts about thirty seconds usually. Yeah, I saw you briefly mm. last night at uh, Lenora's mm. wedding. Yes, did you, I did. Yeah, did you? Did. What time did you, did you stay there to the end, or did you uh, end up? Taking when off? was the end? I don't, you know, I think it ended around ten thirty. I just I noticed it was the I end. Think I the, must have left around then. I, I left around then. Yeah, but I noticed it was the end when the bars were gone. Suddenly, it's yeah, like, yeah. Suddenly the bars were just closed. And it's just like, oh, okay. I think yeah, I think I left at like ten or something. So. Yeah, but it was a mm-hmm. good time. Weird wedding. Very, very. Actually, yeah. I would say I wouldn't say it was weird. I would say it was very Lenora. Yeah, like she did a very unique uh, wedding that she pulled off. It was exactly what um, the type of wedding I think she would pull off. Uh, right. But it, it was at that uh, that venue was rather odd. It's apparently the the people who own the Magic Castle, mm-hmm. which the Magic Castle is a venue that I think I've bitched about before here on the show not a big fan not a big fan of magicians but that place was kind of cool yeah well this is what this was was one of this one of these um one of these like la mansh mansions or they're like big houses that like you know don't they look like big houses but whatever and then what you don't realize is that either they go back a long way yeah, or yeah. they have a yard that's basically enormous that goes back like you know was that one area? Of a football I, field or something. You know? I don't even know what area of LA is that. Midtown? I have no idea. Midtown, maybe? Mid city or Mid-city something? Mid city or something. Mm. But it's like these massive homes. And like, I don't know if you've ever, mm. if you watched the first season of American Horror Story, but uh, yeah. that mansion was is one of those weird mid city mansions. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that's that over there, too. Mm. But I, I don't even know. I think it's, I'm assuming it's old Hollywood money or something. The people that live there, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that that's like, I think that's like where, like, you know, isn't that where the Menendez's lived or something? Oh, is it? Or no, was that was, they area? were in Beverly Hills. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I mean, I don't know. These people are, yeah. I mean, these are like multi million dollar yeah. homes. But, but this... it was basically like a huge yard in the back that went all the way back. Like it was an enormous yard, essentially, like is where the wedding, had, like, wedding was. Yeah. And yeah. it was like a fucking jungle. Yeah, yeah. Like, like at first, you know, we got there. You, I think you, I don't know if you made it for the ceremony. No, I missed that. Yeah, it was early. It was early because yeah. the thing started like four. We get there, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it was a kind of a narrow, like a, it was a very small area right by the stage where they're doing their thing, and that was like a, a second level through the jungle. So mm-hmm. we got a drink, and then the thing was starting, and then like 
yeah, most people had to like, well, at least the people we were, that we were standing next to had to like peer through the bushes and the foliage mm. to see them. So it kind of like, I, I took a couple pictures, but it kind of looks like I'm paparazzi hiding in the, in the forest. Taking pictures, or you're, of, or you're a voyeur at or the voyeur. teddy bear's picnic. The yeah, teddy bear's picnic. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was just yeah. like we're just standing here in the the ferns and the palm fronds. It's mm. like, yeah, it was, it was, but whatever. That was a good time. They had um a lot of a lot of like celebrities that I didn't like from RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, yeah, like yeah. Some yeah, I've met a bunch of them. Yeah, one one guy and this guy Prince Poppycock. I who, know him. He was in my. Uh, actually, I'm not even supposed to say that. He was in a group I was in once. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to go into detail. <laughs> he, he, oh, I he, think I missed Prince Poppy. He was kind of cool. I think there he did were a, a lot cure of people song. there. I didn't really talk to anyone because there were a lot of people there that I knew. But having to talk to them would require me to remind them how they know me. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And it's like, I don't have the fucking... You know what I mean? The stamina like I, to deal. I don't with want that. to face myself by doing that, by having to remind you how you know me. Like I'm just not doing it. Do, do you know who Angus Oblong is? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That guy. That's one of the guys I had to do that. Like he comes up. Yeah, and he's I, like, I had to do that too. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, I know and I was you. Like, yeah, I was at your house a million times. Yeah, and I was, it was at your like, house for fucking Christmas with your yeah. pig. It's like just because I don't like fucking you know. And not like painted up like a super villain. You're not going to remember me, you know? <laughs> the fuck? You know what? Uh, our friend Jason Savvy that was there, he was wearing like that long black skirt. Mm -hmm. Do you see him? I don't know. I saw a lot of people. Well, I thought, you know, look. I don't that... know him well enough to recognize him out of a crowd. So. Well, that, that guy, like, you know, tends to wear peculiar outfits i suppose so i just kind of thought it was just yeah it looked like some kind of morning skirt and he was also lenore's flower girl but then right. uh later i was talking to him like yeah it's a great outfit you got he's like oh yeah he goes unfortunately uh you know i got here and my pants like he bent over and his pants just ripped the whole uh -huh. ass ripped so uh -huh. he was actually wearing a tablecloth i see as a skirt like mm -hmm. a makeshift kind of dress and i was like you know what it actually works really well for you because i had no idea I thought it was some kind of like ceremonial outfit or something. Right. I mean, I don't know. And then that fucking, there was a monkey. Yeah, like yeah. There are mermaids, child, there are monkeys. Uh, yeah, the monkey bit. Did you see the monkey bite the child? No, I didn't. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't see that. But I saw a video of this girl that uh, is good friends with my girlfriend. And uh, she put this video on Instagram of her just like kissing that monkey on its face. Mm. And like, and I was just sitting there waiting just like, you know, it's suspenseful. Like, that thing's going to just rip her nose off mm. or something. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she didn't know it bit a child. But it's like fucking monkey. It's a, I don't know. The monkey just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was cool. Caught up a lot of people. Ryan Keeley was there. A um, bunch of people. Did you happen to see... Cause this is the other weird, um, odd thing, I guess, unusual thing about this wedding. So there's, you know, all the, the, the various levels of this massive backyard where you can go in uh, and check out things but then there was a show going on did you catch a show i did i caught just the very end of it yeah that that was that was odd there was like a guy a comedian there named oh god i can't think of the name of this person mm -hmm. i i i think she or he's transgendered he's transgender transgendered mm -hmm. uh, murray uh, murray something comedian it was pretty funny uh he also officiated and then there was like Prince Poppycock performed. Was he the one at the piano? No, that was just a uh, piano player. Okay, I don't know. Yep, something Murray. 
I forget mm. the I forget a, not not Bill Murray, but Murray something. I had no um, I didn't know Prince Poppycock was gonna perform. I would have Huh. Yeah, he was going, did a full mm. opera. I haven't seen him thing. since I was a Betty Ford. <laughs> <laughs> he did a full yeah. opera thing and it was actually yeah. really impressive. And mm. then there was this guy that came out and did this marionette show. This guy looked like the Grim Reaper doing this like marionette show with this really creepy looking mm. doll puppet mm. thing. And then there was a guy who's a world famous theremin player. Mm-hmm. And he was just doing this theremin thing. And I had just earlier in the day, I got this email from some guy, a fan of mm-hmm. ours, who was talking about like hypno porn and this erotic hypnosis porn. And I was mm-hmm. just like, the music from this, the, the theremin player is like the background music that's used in a lot of these videos. So, I did, did you hear I that guy? I, I I started watching them today and, and I didn't hear any with Theremin, but it, you know. it, there's a couple. I mean, there's so many, mm. but a mm. couple of them had this like weird sounding, just creepy, like ethereal type music in the background mm. and with like the voice, you know, uttering the same phrases over and over and over again. Mm. Um, and it's just like the whole time I'm watching this guy, I was just like, I kept thinking like flashbacks of this like insane porn, this hypno porn that I'd been watching like a few hours earlier. I think it's affected me, this hypno-porn. Yeah. How much of that did you watch? Not a lot. Um, I it's mean, weird. I, I'd watch a few, like, in, you know, skip through them. <laughs> I, I don't think I watched it, for, like, like steadily for longer than, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. I think what you need to do is just get a lot of DMT and just watch yeah. it for, like, two hours and see what happens. Well, because here's the thing. <laughs> a lot of those things use binaural beats, Yeah. right? And apparently that's also what happened to Chris Chan. And why he was like, supposedly like when he like tried to make, give himself a clitoris and like a labia and shit was, he was after, sick. definitely after using binaural beats, a lot, most likely uh, sissy hypnoporn. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it so. probably was. And that's the thing. So there's hypnoporn, there's sissy hypnoporn, and mm. then there's satanic hypnoporn. Yeah, but wait, what's the, what's... I what's regular hypno porn? So I'll, I'll play you a clip of this. So this uh, guy, Mr. Merkin, is a guy that brought. I was just going through emails, just kind of, kind of looking at. Because before you brought this up to me, you were like hypno porn. I thought you meant, I, oddly enough, in my travels, I'd never come across any of these. The only thing <laughs> I'm familiar with is hip is uh, this other thing where it's like, you know, really kind of cheesy porn where like a chick gets hypnotized usually by some kind of like spinning umbrella thing you know and uh and then it's like she's very suggestible and pliable after that point you know what i mean or or becomes very very slutty like abnormally slutty usually there there is that whole hypno kink thing which is kind of a you know Mm. bdsm type uh kink The, the, and that that's actually kind of the scenario most of, of most of it where it's like a guy hypnotizes a girl and then it releases the inner slut but right. the regular hypno porn and that's the thing some of this hypno porn you could find on uh on youtube but the right. hypno porn that's on pornhub is the hardcore hypno porn like you're not going to find the hypno sissy porn on on youtube and let's not forget a site I found today, HypnoTube, or was Hip- that what it's called? Oh, HypnoTube? Is it, oh, yeah, that's where you sent me the satanic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, is, that's was like a that whole one. site just dedicated to it. So some of this stuff, so first of all, let me just read this guy's email. Mr. Yeah. Merkin wrote this. He goes, here is something I find both compelling and disturbing. 
hypnoporn. Uh, porn is making me stupid. I am a porn slave, Mr. Merkin. And so he actually <laughs> sent a link to one of the just regular hypnoporn videos, which is like a porn addict type of humiliation kind of thing. So let me, I'll play a clip of it right, right now. Here it is. Mm-hmm. You lose all track of time when you are watching porn. All day long hours pass while you keep edging for porn. Let porn take up all your time. Worship porn. There is nothing else you need to spend time on. Nothing shatters more than porn. When you go to bed, you lose all restraint. It's like porn addict humiliation. Right. And that, and that's it's just it goes on and on. Edge porn, mommy. It starts saying that later on. Mm. Edging is wait, edging is beautiful. Porn is beautiful. When you worship porn, it's just like this voice on and on. And the, the weird thing about it, it just keeps flashing images of just like a girl sucking a dick or someone getting fucked. That's like the like the hetero, you know. Uh, hypno yes. porn, which is kind of like porn out of humiliation. Now, the sissy porn takes it to a whole other level. Mm. And, uh, and, and I was reading about it. There's not much about it actually on the internet. But the origin of the sissy hypno porn is, mm. is unknown. Like people don't know where it is. There's not a company that's making it, it's individuals that are making yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I thought, I thought for a second you were about to tell me. And I was like, whoa, he actually found something out. I couldn't find anything out about it. I yeah, was I know, trying to, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I saw like uh, nofap.com, this like forum right. for people who, who don't want to masturbate anymore. Um, yep. Nofap.com had a whole like uh, a section about it where they were talking about the evils of uh, the sissy hypno porn. And then other people were claiming it's like, third wave feminism they're weaponizing it to make men heterosexual men um just uh female to to emasculate the white heterosexual man like i even even saw one blog poster say that that was hillary clinton's goal this entire time it's like i don't know trying to automate forced feminization (laughs) basically because that's a genre of porn forced (laughs) feminization you know that yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and then, and then, um, you know what it's like, also, which is a genre I've never understood, jerk off instruction. I, I've never understood that either. Like, who's... it's some kind of femdom, but I don't get it. It's like what? I, like, I to be confessed, I've that, seen though? it. I've seen the thumbnails. I've never clicked on it because I'm be like, how's this bitch gonna te- teach me how to jerk off? You know, <laughs> what the hell does she know? <laughs> but, <laughs> like, but I think she... what it is. Yeah is the voice isn't it the instructor the voice this woman giving you instructions is what's supposed to heighten your arousal i suppose so yeah because some of these videos like this one it's uh let me see here this this other video now this is one that's on youtube and Mm. it's erotic hypnoporn which is supposed to give you a hands-free orgasm Mm. and it's it's a lot of these videos are kind of like this it's erotic hypnosis In this session, I'm going to hypnotize you to reach a state of intense sexual arousal. These videos are like an hour long. Mm. Through hypnosis, I will grant you sexual climax just as easy as if you were pleasuring yourself. And these videos have that like spiral hypnosis wheel going. I like that intro. It's kind of, it's like uh, Donovan's Atlantis. It's like it all of them of with a, the magician, the, the farmer. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
The subconscious mind is capable of directing your emotional. Yeah, there's like hundreds no of videos gods like they this. were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite one, though, I, I had to like uh, record this one here, too. Uh, mm. This this guy is, is going, well, it's a video to give you a hands-free orgasm. But listen to this guy's voice. He sounds just like Ben Shapiro. It's the most like unerotic thing I've ever heard. It's like Ben Shapiro telling you how to have, a, how to have an orgasm. <laughs> Feeling so wonderful, so incredibly good, oh so God. addictive, <laughs> so wonderful. Oh yeah, he snaps Feeling his fingers. Stronger and stronger, deeper and deeper, just becoming so real. And you find that the pleasure is just so strong that it's just bringing you closer and closer to orgasm now. <laughs> Actually, Each it's not. My... <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but yeah, that guy goes on. It's like an hour-long video. But so that's all part of the the erotic hypnosis. They also call it hypno kink. Yeah, yeah. It's a kink in which one person hypnotizes another for some form of sexual pleasure, and the scenario can vary from play scene to play scene. Like the hypnotizer may gain sexual pleasure from hypnotizing a person, enticing them to engage in sexual acts. Or the hypnotized may be an eager participant begging to fall under the dominant person's control. Jesus, that other guy makes fucking schlitzy sound like Id- Idris Elba or some shit. <laughs> God, I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised Schlitzy's not doing these videos. Yeah, yeah. Thank uh, God. Reducing inhibitions and increasing arousal is the goal, basically, of erotic hypnosis. It's the placement of trigger words in the subject's mind as post-hypnotic suggestion to produce actions and experiences on demand. I mean, they say the ultimate goal is to be able to hear a word and immediately like have achieve full orgasm, men and women. So I don't know. It's like it, it, it hypnotically. Wait, is, is it a, to, to decrease their sex drive or to? In- no, to, to enhance it, but oh, okay. also to control it. So it's mm. a, it's kind of like there's a power exchange relationship to it. And I think that's why it's in the BDSM community, but it's like it's within a dominance and submission relationship. It reinforces power exchange as a form of play. So it ranges from hypnotically induced orgasms to long-term conditioning, where it's like, you could say, you know, you could snap your finger or I think one of the videos I saw, it's like you hear the faucet drip and that will just make you come. Right. Like immediately it's called hypno sex. Um, it's a form of mind control used to reduce inhibitions, eliminate shame and guilt, and increase arousal by surrendering to sexual pleasure. And uh, you, the, what's weird about it, too, is in a sense, the pickup artists, like the PUA guys, like uh, mm-hmm. Mystery and all those guys, they kind of use you know, a subtle form of erotic hypnosis to pick up women. Okay. You know, it's, part of, uh, it's part of their technique. But I mean, the practice... What do they call that? That kind of um, programming, it's called like, um, ugh, there's a special term for it that the, the PUA guys like to use. I can't, uh, I can't think of it right now. Let me think. Um, well, it's not hypnotherapy. Well, it's, it sort of is hypnotherapy. kind of like cognitive behavioral therapy, it, but it's more hypnotic-y. Neuro-linguistic programming? That's right. That's yeah, what that's, it is. That's, NLP. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what they you. use. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, it could be used for picking up women, delaying premature ejaculation. There's a lot of videos online with like people, you know, the hypnosis, you look at the hypnosis wheel, it's telling you to delay your orgasm. Um, Mm. some, you know, others, uh, suggest words to condition women to have orgasms on cue. And then also for preparing for hardcore bondage and sadomasochism. 
So have you ever come across that? I can come across it how? Like women that are that wanted to do some of this hypno, you know, no, no, erotic hypnosis in order no. to engage in like even more hardcore BDSM. No, I, I'm. That's probably very rare. I've never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, until I started to encounter a, like a woman who's like I into you know. <laughs> well, guys who have the hypno hypnosis fetish um, are often called hypno daddies. Hypno daddy. Hypno daddies. Hypno daddy. I think you should try to become a hypno daddy. Maybe I should. They talk women. I should in... learn to. I should learn to do it from my therapist. She kind of hypnotizes me sometimes. Uh, you know. I mean, I wonder if it would work. She hypnotized me into having a religious experience once. You know what I mean? Did you actually have a full on like like what? Did you like uh, start like speaking in tongues or something? It was like an anti um, spiritual experience. Like I was in space. And all I could perceive was like the sheer beauty of being helpless in the vacuum and knowing that there was nothing, that the beauty of, of nothingness and just of being able to float through space helplessly until I died was such a gift. Wow, that sounds rather uh, grim. And I knew that there was, there was nothing in the universe, no the only higher beings were either bad or were like, you know, what we would perceive as evil um, or just so, you know, chaotic that, that it doesn't matter. Right. Hmm. Like like like, you know, the Mothman or fairies or like those kinds of things where they're just like they, they don't really have a morality we can ascribe to. And that the idea of good and altruism was entirely a man made invention. Despite hmm. the cancer that mankind is, actually the idea of goodness and altruism is something we invented. What about evil? That's that's mother. Well, that's something we ascribe to things, but there are creatures that can be called evil. And I remember when I was having this experience, I thought of the dibuk that my bubby was in a dream that I had, because it's like when I looked into her eyes, I saw the dibuk and I saw that like it's. It like I saw that like it could just as easily like disregard me or just like torture me for a thousand years on a whim. And it would be like nothing to, the you know, it would be like buying a fucking pack of smokes for the thing. <laughs> Were that you is off evil. your meds at the time? I wasn't actually. Oh, OK, I was right. not. Yeah. Did she actually so did your therapist actually hypnotize you using like one of the spiral wheels it's, or like No no it's somatic therapy it's like oh, okay. guided meditation and you go into a you know like a trance like state Yeah you go into a trance but it's like you can be guided into shit you know what I mean Huh well I mean yeah. no it it totally works and that's mm. the thing these hypno daddies talk women into an almost touchless orgasm through a voice controlled hypnosis ritual I mean, okay. you can do it. The excitement is mental control rather than the physical. Right. Yeah, this one, uh, this one guy that's interviewed, what is this story from? I forget where this is from. Um, this hypno daddy is named, his name is Cuff Master. Yeah. So <laughs> Cuff Master uses hypnotism in sexual scenarios. He says, I start like with- Cuff Master 237. Cuff Master. Have you ever met Cuff Master? I wonder what happened. Um, I, don't think I'm, I'm, I very well might have. I've met like 
White at a wolf. munch. 29 at a munch. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he says, I start with a progressive relaxation exercise and then suggest feelings of pleasure. This leads her taking her clothes off as I suggest that she's feeling the best oral sex of her life. Mm. He probably doesn't have a voice like Schlitzy or This ben saves Shapiro. everybody a lot of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you cut, yeah, you don't have to deal with all like the, uh, the idle chatter, you know? Touching. Be interesting. And, you know what I mean? Foreplay, yeah. You don't have to touch anybody. You just call them up, you know? <laughs> this guy, uh, Ross Jeffries, is the father of the PUA movement. And he's a motivational speaker who charges shy guys 500 pounds for a three-day seduction uh, seminar. And yeah, Remember he... the shy guys from Super Mario Brothers 2? Shy guys? <laughs> I'm thinking FM those, should check this those guy little out. Red, those little red guys with the masks. Those were called shy guys? They were called shy guys, that's right. Huh. Yeah. Did Mario just like, uh, what, did he turn into like fire Mario and just like blast them? Yeah, he just pick them up and like throw them into a pit. <laughs> just because they were too shy to talk to him. It's terrible, these shy guys. Italians, man. And you wonder why there's incels. Yeah, I know. Um, so NLP is a technique that these PUA guys use, neuro-linguistic programming. And it's a process of conditioning women to powerfully respond to your voice using a structured approach. So by breaking her resistance to fixed beliefs and social programming, any guy can plant suggestions into a woman's subconscious. Because, yeah, I'm sure it works like that. <laughs> but what's funny about it is his technique says when he wants to close the deal, that's when you use NLP. And so you insert thoughts into her uh, subconscious to get her in the mood. And that's by using words like excitement or pleasure to create a feeling of arousal. Um, he says, women don't want a guy with a great body or money. What they want are emotional states they experience with the guy. So seduction words that you're supposed to use, power words, are mm -hmm. below me, become, happiness, <laughs> we got a blow, and success. So if you're talking to a woman... those words from like hearing <laughs> tests? That I, I, I think I'm like partially deaf in one ear, but I used to, have to always take these hearing tests and it'd be like, hot dog. <laughs> baseball <laughs> just all these like american words but i think you know? what they're trying to do Apple is he, pie it's mm. it's a word that's a normal word but then mm. you insert you know kind of a sexual term within it like hat penis below oh. me means blow me you know it's i think it's kind of like he, he's like use a sexual phrase which he calls a seduction word I don't know. So they're <laughs> magical puns? That's what we're dealing with? Ba basically, it's sex puns that the PUA yeah, yeah. guys use. I just find it hilarious to see some fucking idiot at a bar going up to a girl being like, Hi, I think I'm going to look below me. Um, <laughs> so, or, how's your happiness? It's just like, what are you doing? What is, what is happiness supposed to be? It's, well, it's, you're supposed to say like, I don't know. It's it's penis in the word happiness. Oh, penis. I see. Okay, so H-A-P-P-E-N-I-S. Got it. So okay. it's by by subtly saying the word penis within happiness, it's supposed to mm. like trigger an arousal in the girl's mind. Mm. I don't think any of this works. Okay. Um, but erotic hypnosis is real, and mm. that that's a thing. It's a, it's a it's a real form of hypnotherapy. And uh, yeah, I mean, they've been, they've been, as we mentioned before, I mean, they've been using this on YouTube for quite some time and, uh, <laughs> and people, uh, you know, people ascribe to it. Yeah. What's weird too, I saw this, uh, this, this other article I read where the guy was saying that there's a lot of myths 
about erotic hypnosis. So for example, people with green eyes are more likely to be hypnotized. That's not true. Uh, erotic owl tattoos act as conduits for intimacy with hypnosis. Not true. Excuse me? <laughs> erotic owl tattoos who said that who started that rumor? <laughs> i don't know people said this is a, a erotic hypnosis myth <laughs> um another myth is men can't be hypnotized uh yeah the uh, myth is you need to visit a sex therapist to undergo erotic hypnosis well that's the mm. weird thing is anybody could do it right it just depends on whether or not you know it works and that's the thing with uh so with in bdsm you know, hypnosis is a valuable tool for BDSM tops to seek influence on the minds of their subs. Okay. But I think it's kind of like, I don't know, rather uh, troubling to think that anybody could just like, I'm going to fuck with this person's subconscious and see what happens. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, personally, I don't think hypnosis would really work on someone like me. Mm. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I've been around it. I've, I've had people try. Um, I remember when uh, we were in Las Vegas, there's a great hypnotist named Anthony Cools there that does, I mean, it's a sexually themed hypno, hip, hip, yeah, hypnosis show or whatever. Um, but we went there for, it's one of my sister's friends. Uh, it was her, I think it was her 30th birthday party. And so uh, her mom was there and she bought us all tickets to go see the show. And at the time, the guy would like, pick random people out of the stage that he could tell were suggestive. And so he kind of came over and he looks at like me and he was just like, no. And then, I don't know, maybe just cause I just don't look that way, but he picked uh, big Jer, my sister's husband. And he had Jer just doing all sorts of shit. And Jer mm. felt in control the whole time. He yeah. knew what he was doing, but he could, he felt compelled to do it. He couldn't, he just couldn't stop doing it. Mm. Like, uh, I don't know. He had him like try to do doggy style on a chair or um, at one point, he was like walking up to him and he'd put his microphone on his shoulder and be like, that's my dick. And Jared's like, Jesus. You know, it's like you do stuff like that. But I mean, it's, it was mm. interesting to see how some people, you know, it would actually work. I mean, maybe if you, if you have like, uh, if you could open your mind enough to do it, it could work for anybody. But there's stages to get there for erotic hypnosis. Mm. Um, they say negotiation is the first stage where you chat to establish boundaries then there's induction which the hypnotist actually creates the trance in the participants minds and there's various techniques like breathing meditation gazing at an object for a specific period of time then there's deepeners it's the third stage so once the hypnotist perceives that you've been you're in that trance they use deepeners to deepen and direct the trance in a particular direction and then suggest this is real and i don't believe it is I don't know. If if you did it to a stranger, wouldn't that be like rape or something? Well, that that's the thing. Mm. I mean, that's some of the risks of this. Is like, yeah. I mean, it could mm. be. You could also right. awaken some kind of trauma. Mm. You know, it's like who knows? Especially if you're not like I, mean, I don't know. I don't even know if there's. I guess there are professional hypnotherapists, but I mean, you could do this to some girl that you met that was you know, and, and you could try if you wanted if you if you you know, watch a few of these YouTube videos. But I, I mean, obviously, I don't think that would be uh, advisable because who knows mm -hmm. what might happen. Uh, then there's the suggestion stage where the hypnotist gets the core of the practice by guiding the thoughts and feelings of the participant via suggestions like, every time you hear my voice, you'll feel the urge to submit. Or then they, you know, they snap their fingers or they say a word. 
and that mm. word is you know stuck in your subconscious um and then wipers is the final stage here where the hypnotist removes the suggestion they planted before awakening the participant well what about the sissy hypno point what about the program because diff that's different than all the programming videos and shit but it's su subliminal but it, videos yeah but it's the same type of idea it's like you watch mm. these videos and these videos are are showing you words and they keep mm. saying the same words. Like with these, I'll, I'll play a couple of these uh, hip, uh, sissy hypno um, videos in mm. a second. But in that, they keep saying, it's okay, sweetie. It's fine, sweetie. You need to submit because you're a beautiful, sweetie. They all keep saying that same thing. Mm. And I think, and then meanwhile, you're seeing, you know, videos of just like a trans woman getting fucked in the ass by some yeah, huge dick or something. Right. And then it's like flashing the words cock whore, cock whore, like over and over again. <laughs> it's, it's really disturbing. I was like, watch this, like, Jesus Christ, this is fucking bizarre. Um, but, that, but that's the whole thing with the, the hypno kink is uh, once you get in there, I mean, you know, it's, you remove the participants' worries, fears, or insecurities to open them up to deeper levels of submission. But yeah, there's risks. Like it's, uh, you could, you know, there was a doctor, I think we even did this story, that uh, he was a hypnotherapist that was raping all of his uh, patients. Do you remember this? So I think we did it over the summer. And uh, mm. the women had no idea, except they said that you know it was weird after the session, uh, their clothes sometimes- I remember sometimes, this years ago. I remember a story like that from years ago. I think it was a couple years ago, but the guy just got sentenced, I think recently. Well, within the past year, I think. Um, but this doctor, yeah, the women would report after their session is they'd leave and like sometimes like their clothes were kind of like, you know, not Maybe I'm thinking properly. of a lawyer who hypnotized. I think I'm thinking of one with a lawer. Well, this guy, years ago. I mean, this guy was a, he was like a psychotherapist that practiced hypnosis. And then they, they would say like their, uh, you know, their vaginas were wet, mm. you know, and they're just like, it was weird. And then some of them actually wore a, you know, went to the police and they wore a wire and they caught the guy actually doing this. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, and that's the thing. It's like it's meant to arouse participants, but it doesn't give you carte blanche to do whatever you want to them while they're in this like pliable state of mind. Right. And that's, and that's the thing. And then there's unattended effects. Like Freud, for example, he abandoned the use of hypnosis with patients because he was unable to effectively control their subconscious minds in reliable ways. So, I mean, that's the thing. People, you know, in the BDSM scene, they're doing erotic hypnosis. They're not trained psychiatrists. So who knows what it, you know what you could do to somebody? Right. Now that gets us to this sissy hypno porn, which is bizarre. I mean, it's a subgenre of porn, and people, if you go to like Pornhub, just type in sissy hypno. I mean, there are hundreds of these videos, and then you could type in satanic hypno, and then it's like it's almost a cross between sissy hypno porn with like the trans people getting fucked in the ass and saying cockcore with satanic images. Right. And it's like a barrage of images and strobe lights and then like this weird kind of music in the background. Binaural beats. Yeah. It's like a it's like a Manchurian candidate shit. Yeah, it it totally yeah. does. It's like so sissy hypno is a subgenre of porn where images of hot women are utilized to turn on the target audience. And that's what they say, mainly beta submissive males. And then quickly after a frame or two is shown of an erect cock coming as well as words flashing on the screen saying, suck cock, eating cum is groovy, wear panties. <laughs> yeah, wear panties every day. <laughs> you need to get on your knees for a man. Mm. And uh, yeah, and then there's phrases that, you know, temporarily alter the viewer's sexual tastes. 
I mean, the practice is known as rewiring, but it, you know, it, it, people say it's reversible if you stop, uh, you know, watching this porn. But they say the sissy hypno porn, which has like an unknown origin, but I mean, for some reason, I mean, and some of these videos have kind of a high production value. I mean, they look somewhat professional. Yeah. Um, but it's a powerful force, and some of these people can They're alter their... the balls to edit. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, it's especially mm-hmm. with all the images flashing like that. But it can alter their perception of women. So for these, you know, supposedly heterosexual males, instead of getting an erection when they see a hot woman and wishing to have sex with them, they see a hot woman and they feel that they are that woman. Right. So it's a sissy thinks that they're the woman and they'll imagine a big dick sliding in and out of their ass when they hear a certain word or a song or like one of these beats. It's it's weird. So check this out. I'll play a couple of these. And the satanic, I mean, the satanic dimension, I don't even understand that. Like, I don't even know where it's going with that. Yeah. It's bizarre. I am so happy that you have made the correct decision to listen to my important words and simply relax deeply and comfortably like a good girl. There is absolutely you hear the background? nothing you need to be concerned about right now. It's saying sexual, sexuality, mm. sweetie. Princess, yeah. you are entirely princess. safe here with princess me. A lot too. You already know how easy it is for sissies to just relax and allow my words to pen. And meanwhile, there's like a huge dick going in like a, a trans woman's ass. Yeah. And it's just flashing <laughs> like cock horror and get on your knees for a man while this voice is going. Penetrate their little minds and that is why you find it so easy to simply listen and let go of all those silly unimportant thoughts that achieve nothing whatsoever. Yes, sweetie. That's a very good girl. You know, that yeah, I know what's best I always for you. thought the word sissy in this context referred to something very specific. I, I mean, I think it's a feminized male. Yeah, but I thought it was like, because it was like, I, I remember one time my, an ex of mine was like, she um, left me or something for some dude. And I was like trying to get back with her. And she, we were like FaceTiming. And she was wearing this like weird ass like thing. It was almost it was very like lacy and it was like it looked kind of archaic, like like what you it looked like if you were to dress a child up in lingerie in 1911. (laughs) That's what it looked like she was wearing. And I'm like, what the fuck are you wearing? And she's like, oh, this dude, you know, he's into he likes to dress up. He's into sissy stuff like suffragette porn. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even understand. Like, yeah, shirt waist. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. It was very weird. It was like very, you know, it's like what you might see like weird like figurines that old women own of like little weird children, angel babies dressed up in. I don't know. It's kind of like, do you ever see that like really vintage porn where you see, yes. you see the women dressed up in like that kind of like, it's not yes. really sexually... Yes. Appealing lingerie, but I guess it's a sexual outfit for the time. Yeah. It's kind of like, like that. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. Is that like, is that a term? I, yeah, I'm not quite sure what the whole sissy term means, but here mm. I think it's like a, a guy who, yeah, I mean, probably mm. wants to like, uh, have, you know, have anal sex or something with okay. a man. I don't, I don't know. I think that's the idea is to like, you're getting turned on by this large dick in your ass. Well, there's also the forced feminization as in femdom, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah, yeah. probably... The... I've seen a lot of videos with that, so... ...worrisome or troubling in this reality. 
problems don't exist anymore in life as you know it is just i just wonder if the people watching this porn or seeking it out are either into cuckold type activities or if they do have like you know they're they're obviously having ethical issues about sucking a guy's dick i was reading a lot of like threads on nofap and and the reddit nofap um about this where people are like, oh, I got addicted to it for years. Don't yeah. even look at it. You know, like be careful. They, Don't watch one. Like, you can, it can give you HOCD. Did you read this? No. What is that? It's a uh, homosexual obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> it, it, so, so what do you it, just like obsess with dicks? It, 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 unwanted intrusive thoughts about like sucking dick and shit. <laughs> Even though so it's because even, it's programming, it says, even though you may or may not be gay or something. All right. Know? So there, yeah. you know, I think some uh, members of listening audience need to be careful here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the guys that are calling us every week with there is that gay questions. Don't yes. watch sissy hypno porn. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Um, here, check this one out. There's another one there. I mean, these are all very, all the videos are very similar. Mm. Um, I mean, these ones show like a barrage of images and then uh, just words over the screen. A lot of flashing light, like a flashing bright lights. This actually says, sounds like it's saying Harrison. I know I heard that too. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. I did hear it. Listen to this. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm playing this again. Make sure you keep your faucets on. You keep that drip going. And you will get very aroused all the time. It will be a constant reminder. I swear I heard it say Harrison. I do. Every time you hear the drip of a faucet. So what, what they're doing she is... She wants could... me to keep my faucet on? Is that what she calls me? <laughs> I think what they're showing you is just like a bunch of huge dicks. Oh. And it's like dripping dicks and like cum just spraying all over like a trans person's face. Mm. And so I think when you hear the drip of your faucet, you start thinking of big dicks. <laughs> I think that's it's like Harrison, <laughs> keep your faucet dripping. <laughs> wow, that's weird. I didn't even noticed that before. Mm. This will not only be in your home, but every time you go to someone else's home, every time you hear the drip. This is some Mancurian candidate type shit. Wait, every time I hear the drip, what's it going to tell me to do? The faucet, you will get instantly around. That's what you'll you'll begin to feel pre-cum beginning to form every uh, time you hear the drip of a faucet. Okay. So uh, I imagine if you watch these videos, I mean these videos are long. They're like forty minutes yeah, long. Yeah. Yeah. You just sit there watching that. I think maybe you do kind of get into like subliminal state there. Mm. Pliable mind, you start thinking like faucets equal dicks. Mm. <laughs> In your panties or your underwear or whatever you're wearing underneath your clothes, you'll begin to feel very aroused and you'll begin to become. Not my manties. <laughs> it is some creepy shit, though. Yes, yes, it um, is. I want to see if John Steele will make one of these. <laughs> I wonder if that would be popular. <laughs> right, you're a, a cum slut, sweetie. <laughs> Come, slut, sweetie. Leave your faucet on. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Eating cum is groovy. Mm. All right. Um, here it is. Okay. Here's the third one I have. Mm. Hello, little princess. 
I'm so happy hey that you have invited me going? into your mind. There are some important things that we need to talk about today, sweetie. I mean, All right. dude, if you were on like two hits of LSD, yes, it's alone <laughs> in your house, and someone was playing this, do you think you would flip out? Or do you think know. you would well, actually be like, I guess you maybe have a point here. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I might be like, eh, I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm yes, princess, we are going to be discussing some very serious topics today and it is in your best interest to simply allow yourself to relax. <laughs> if you are listening to me right now, you've probably already heard my previous files that deal with mental and emotional feminization and hopefully you have already had great success see physical mental and emotional feminization yeah see i think i'd be like do i really have to eat cum <laughs> i know you tell me that but i don't i don't really want to do that do is, i really have to do that is it really that acid? groovy yeah yeah it's like I'd, i think i'd be questioning it mm. that is perfectly fun and we both like it this way sweetie Having Goddess Gracie thing for you is just so much more fun and so much easier than having to think for your little self princess. Yes, princess. You know, I like being called sweetie. I don't like being called princess, I gotta say. Princess. We're that today. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, all these these videos are just they're very disturbing. And the fact it's so a lot of people, especially these these people on Reddit, because Reddit has like a no fap um thread and then uh this nofap.com as a whole form a lot of these guys are survivors of this like i think they i think they've been you know they watched a couple I of these videos we need to like redefine the word survivor okay <laughs> as something when you survive something it's something that sh could have or should have killed you okay <laughs> not necessarily like any you know well i anything think bad that happens to you you're not necessarily a survivor of, okay? Well, I think what they consider themselves to be are like yeah. addicted to porn, so they survived that porn yeah. addiction or cured themselves of it. Right. But they said okay. that they started watching these videos and they just became instantly addicted to the next point that they lost their jobs, their marriages, you know, mm. their custody of their children because they're like sissies now. Mm. <laughs> and so a lot of these guys have like this animosity towards it. So if you read these yes. forums, like this guy here, he goes, Short disclaimer, please take the next thing I'm about to say with the most neutral and cold-minded possible way. My personal opinion on this matter is I can clearly see that these videos are aimed at the infamous white straight male and the destruction of the traditional idea of masculinity mm -hmm. with a reinforced desire for subversive cultural and social disorder. They're trying to break down heteronormativity and marriages. Mm. They think it's this, this like evil third wave group of like psychological feminist terrorists right <laughs> that are coming after you know our our, our morality yeah, yeah i was reading a thread where it was like somebody said that and then somebody was like well i don't think it is because it's you know it uses the word faggot and they don't like that <laughs> word and it also like you know encourages men to be feminine in an archaic way you know like make sandwiches and whatever and then they're like but that's what they want but that's what they yeah it's, they it's, want it's, you know, it's about uh, putting down the straight white male. And it was like, I don't know, like, what, how were they organized? Like, it's like, actually, there's like an organized conspiracy. When actually, <laughs> if you've ever gone on like Jezebel.com, they can't agree on anything. You no, got they, second yeah. wave feminists arguing with third wave feminists, arguing with trans rights people, arguing they just with, want, like, to argue you know, on the internet. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, you know nobody nobody could agree on anything long enough to do anything like this. So I mean, this guy says that they're it's targeting. It's some weirdos. That's for sure. It's it's that's the thing. Some weirdo is getting off on making these videos. Yeah, and one person sees it and they're like, "Oh, I'll make one of these." Just like whenever I hear about a clown sighting, I'm like, "I should do that. I should go dress up like a clown and go stand in the woods and wave at people." But I oh, don't actually do it because it's too much work. Or what were those creepy videos on YouTube with the uh, cartoon characters? I don't know. Remember with the child molestation and the those Elsa Gate? Yeah, Elsa Gate. It's the same kind yeah. of deal. Like yes, people are making it's, these it's videos. It's very similar. Very similar. Except with Elsa Gate. Elsa Gate was to actually make it so people would never have sex. The well, children would grow up to never have sex and just start like shooting fentanyl into their eyeballs. But I think with Elsa Gate too, I think mm. there was like a capitalist motive. I think they were making money. That too. You know, both. where's this? You're not making money on this. You're just putting out these weird videos to psychologically disturb people. Who knows? They might be making money. I don't really understand the economics of Pornhub. Absolutely, so. neither do I. Yeah. But they say that, uh, you know, communists or extreme subversive groups like Antifa are producing these videos. Or once I Not communists. <laughs> yeah, communists uh -oh. are doing it. <laughs> well, because countries with an ideological opposition to the Western culture. This is a Did cyber we warfare from strategy. Rocky Four or Rocky Three or whichever one had the guy in it. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, Drago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he thought eating cum is groovy. I think he Can did. He, yeah, he might yeah. have. Uh, I will they, crush you after I've eaten this cum. <laughs> I will get on the knees for daddy. Um, but they say it's a cyber warfare strategy. Whether it's you know some people say it's Antifa, communists, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> It's just funny, like all these theories about here, but they're targeting Selena the most. Gomez. Yeah, uh, AOC. They're targeting the most consuming porn countries, the USA and European countries in general. It's a weapon of the LGBTQ community mm -hmm. to try to disconnect sex from gender. That's right. Which it's just it's bizarre, and so that's the thing. I don't know. I mean. Well, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Like, what is the goal? Is it to change a direct sexual behavior and desires of the population? Because how many people are really uncovering these videos? Um, I don't know. Not too many. I mean, it can't be, right? I mean, I, I'm a fucking degenerate, and I only really heard about this today. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I actually kind of knew, you know, I thought I've like explored the bowels of the internet before. You yes, know? yeah. It's like a pretty good grasp of that, but it's like, yeah, I had no idea about this. Mm. You know, it's weird. And we haven't, yeah. you know, here's the, uh, this This makes it even weirder. Let's listen to the the uh, satanic porn. So this is satanic hypno porn. So meanwhile, you're seeing like large dicks going into trans women's anuses and then like cum being sprayed all over girls' faces and then Satan and like right. a Baphomet. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it just goes on and on. With that voice so yeah I hail shub the black goat of the woods with a thousand young 
I'm sorry. What were we talking about? <laughs> See, you you already it already claimed mm. you. Yeah, it didn't take much. Uh, a lot of these sissy hypnosis videos, though, consist of the same radical therapy that was once used and now is illegal to cure homosexuality, mm. like the rapid bombardment of images with lace with suggestive text. Did they actually use that? That's what they use for uh, to Where cure did you homosexuality. Read that? Uh, one of the uh, articles I found about it. They used it for what, would you say? To cure homosexuality. So like those, oh, okay. you know, Christian, you know, those Christian like camps to cure homosexuality, they'd send mm -hmm. you there and you'd watch like straight porn and it would be like, you know, homosexuality is evil and they'd flash mm -hmm. all the videos. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was just kind of that same thing, that, that conditioning. Can you um, imagine being the person that has to edit that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> especially in the olden days. <laughs> you'd have to actually yeah, cut with the tape. film. Yeah, yeah you actually yeah. had to cut tape. I did do um, that when I was in film school. You know, I did, I did that too when, uh, when mm. I first started in radio. Mm. Uh, but that's the thing. I mean, these videos implant mm. triggers in viewers' minds. So the question is, yeah. what are they trying to do with these videos? And so with, uh, with the context of sissy hypnosis in relation to sexual desires, what, what is the goal here? What's the objective? And who's, who's make, who is the creator, I guess, of these videos? Right. And that's the thing. So uh, people think that... Uh, you know, people think it's 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 a you know an attack on male heterosexuality, you know, and 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 it's it's a breakdown of our of our culture and our, our you know the Western uh, belief system. Dear God, it's so, Todd Phillips. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. What is the origin? What is the motive of these videos? Um, that's the thing. Are they created to pervert, distort, and alter the minds of the U.S. U.S. population? Mm. I I think it's I think it's the libtards. Oh you, yeah, I think it's thing. Elizabeth Warren's uh, <laughs> her her campaign committee. It's like let's make some more of these videos. Mm. War on heterosexuality. <laughs> I, I love how it always comes down to Hillary Clinton. I'm sure I'm I'm sure Fox News is going to pick this up. Mm. You know, it's just like it's a war on heterosexuality, and then meanwhile, you know, Hannity mm. and Tucker Carlson are having their like group jack off sessions watching these videos. Hillary Clinton has actually lost her fucking mind. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, with the Tulsi Gabbard thing. With yeah. The Russian spies. Like, what what is she doing? <clears throat> Why? crazy, man. Yeah. I think she's just been the target of so many conspiracy theories that now she's a conspiracy theory person. <laughs> you now know? she's making her own. I've seen it where like people who were, who were stalked actually gradually become stalkers themselves. Yeah. I mean, I, that could be. So. I, I've always said she's a lizard person. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, who knows? She's probably making sissy porn videos at home. I bet. Bill's like, come I to bet. bed, Hillary. Mm. It's like, <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> um, but beware, people. Sissy hypno porn is no joke. Yes. That's the takeaway. Uh, this is episode 709 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have some news stories coming up next. Uh, we got some phone calls a little later, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but her first, uh, here's a word about our Patreon page, which has become quite exciting the past few months. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. 
Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here has to do with a dementia fight club in a nursing home. Which is something I just never really would have thought about. Mm. But I do find rather interesting. You know, when you texted me earlier today, you're like, I'm doing Dementia Fight Club. I didn't know it was a reference to a second wrong story. Did you think it was a video game? <laughs> or like no, some... I thought it was something you, some hip thing in LA you'd join. Where it's like, <laughs> we, we pretend we're, we, you know, we pretend we have Alzheimer's and we punch each other in the nuts or whatever. <laughs> I, I honestly, and I'm like, great. I was just one of those movies. I'm like, great, good for you. All right, whatever, he's, man. He's going to be doing that. This is yeah, new yeah. Uh, exercise routine. I'm going to get dragged into this somehow, you know, Dementia like, God damn it. Club. It's going to be annoying. <laughs> how is my, my thought, my, my thought, my reaction was the reaction I have to anything. How is this going to be annoying for me? <laughs> so. It's the illusion of central position there. Yeah. Um, this actually, though, I was like, when I first read this, I was like, Dementia Fight Club, that's a great idea. I gotta, I'd rather watch that than the UFC. Totally. But then again, it's probably a little more unethical. Mm-hmm. Um, news outlets described a fight club, but an investigator said there's no evidence of that. It's an isolated incident. There you go. Fake news, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is isolated. There are several videos depicting you know, battles between dementia patients. It was in Winston-Salem. What was that? North Carolina. Yep. Um, an anonymous tip to the uh, Winston-Salem Police Department came in June. A caller said a cell phone video posted on social media showed two women with dementia and assisted living center being encouraged by workers to fight each other. Like they were being cheered on in the video. They were yelling like, punch him in the face. And it's like these two women with like advanced, you know, Alzheimer's sitting there fighting each other. The first rule of Dementia Fight Club <laughs> is you're not my granddaughter. <laughs> 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 but why would you post the videos? That's the thing. The first rule of Fight Clubs, you don't talk about Fight Club. That's right. You Correct. don't post it to Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. You know? God. They put it on Facebook? Yeah. Oh they my posted God. the video to Facebook. Bruh. Uh, detectives then went to the facility to investigate, and uh, this month, three workers were charged with the assault of a person with a disability. Uh, local and, and uh, national news outlets picked up the details of the state health agency inspection report describing a secret dementia fight club that was operated at the center. Um, but uh, Lieutenant Eric Montgomery said he didn't know anything about that would be characterized as a fight club, though the investigation is not yet complete. I mean, it is, you know, most people, when you think of fight clubs, you think of, you know, white businessmen letting off some steam in a basement Wait, somewhere. They made people fight each other, right? Yeah. So, so why that, isn't the that a fight club? say, I don't know anything about a fight club. All they did is make two people fight each other. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, well, what else? What do you consider to be a fight club then? I mean, I think he probably is, is uh, used to the traditional notion of fight clubs. It's just like businessmen beating up each other in the basement of a, like an Irish pub. You know, whereas uh, this is a little bit different, but sometimes you have to be. I, I feel um, like, it, your mind. like it, you know, how they always I don't know if this is ever I think it's happened. Yeah, it has happened. Like when prison guards are like set up illegal fighting things where prisoners have to fight each other oh, for yeah, extra yeah, yeah. hot dog trays or whatever. That's extra a fight club. 
you would definitely can call that a fight club. Absolutely. I think any club where you're like videotaping and cheering people on while they're fighting each other, that's a fight club. That's right. I mean, it's, what else do you want to call it? I don't know what else this guy thinks it is. I once went to an NA, uh, either an AA or an NA meeting that was called Fight Club. <laughs> did you have to fight like each in other? A parking lot. No, I thought I did. I, I was like, great. Wait, were you cool. ready to do it? Were you ready to beat up other junkies? I was. <laughs> How would that steam. help with your therapy? Let off some steam. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, I guess. Yeah. Um, one of the effects of dementia can be aggressive behaviors, and their staff is trained to de-escalate any acts of aggression in a safe manner. These particular employees, these three employees, did not follow through with the training and were terminated. But the new care team knows how to properly handle aggressive behaviors. They use cattle prods now. Yeah. You know, and restraints. Tasers. But yeah, that, I, I think that's kind of funny. It's like these dementia patients, you know, some, sometimes they can be. I don't know if you've been around anyone that has advanced dementia, but like, you know, they'll start like, you know, swearing and saying words that you're like, I can't believe uh, an elderly grandmother could speak like this. Yeah. But also they're like, because right, they could think you're like a demon. You yeah. Know? I mean, they have you know, no idea. Yeah. And it's like, you know, or they think they're being attacked or who knows what they're thinking. I don't even know if they're thinking anything. Um, it might just they're be like violence, the id. they think they're like fighting for their lives, you know, yeah. you know, and it's like and they also like could look at a person and think it's like, you know, their worst enemy or, you know, is hit this person's Hitler. And it's like that's who they're attacking. They have no idea. It's just another patient in the hospital. So instead of like separating the patients and calming them down or whatever it is that you're supposed to do, they're like, let's just let them fight it out. I, I always find it kind of funny when you see these fight clubs. Like, uh, you know, you see uh, articles like in uh, uh, daycares. Like, they'll have kids just doing toddler fight club. It's like, who are these people taking care of your loved ones? It's like, don't, don't yeah, it's say pre- it. it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's, it's That's why they're going to just have, like, those, like, you know, police badge cam things on children. People are going <laughs> to put them on their children. <laughs> Yeah, or something. I don't know. Like there's a actually this implant. thing that this product that um, is being developed that like I can't really. Like an optical release. implant, so it can no, like actually no, record. It's like, a, it's like a smartwatch for kids, hmm. um, but it basically is is the. But it's got like characters they like in their little things, you know. But it and it'll be like if there there's like um, a region that they're supposed to stay in, like oh you can't go past, you know Central Street or whatever, and if they do. You know, like a Does character they like will come on the. It'll go, eh, eh, and a character they like will come on the watch and be like, "No, go back." <laughs> I was going to be course, like, and uh, of course, they're tracked GPS by their parents while wearing the watch. I, the watch I, is fun, but it's like they get to track their children. Yeah, I was hoping it's going to be like uh, you know how when you put the electrical collar on a dog. It's you ever see maybe those? like a half a step away from that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was rather cruel. Uh, the patients involved in the fight still live at the facility. You mean the gladiators? Um, I wonder if they were betting on these people. You'd think they must have been. You'd have to bet. If you, if you weren't betting on them, then I don't even know what you're doing. You know? I, would, I wonder if they like armed them with like a bedpan. It's like you get a bedpan and like a fucking, I don't know. But you <laughs> like think gladiator bottle. It's like you get to choose from the weapons and it's like you always get the shitty weapon, you know. <laughs> Man, I don't know how to use an axe. <laughs> I don't want an axe. I have dementia. Um, detectives investigating the scope of the abuse say their work is complicated by the fact that it involves residents 
who are unable to remember anything or speak for themselves. I guess that would be difficult to take a statement from a dementia patient. My God. (laughs) Uh, The two women involved in the fight are described in the uh, health agency's report as not interviewable and completely disoriented. It's just like, are you my grandson? It's like, no, I'm Detective Roberts here, okay? Got to get a statement. Um, one of the workers, Marilyn... Warren Harding? <laughs> All right, let me just get down on my knees and we'll get started. It's just like, no, I'm a detective. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, eventually you'd just be like, fuck it. So are you asking about the wheelchair chariot race? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if they did that. Like, yo, hat set the ones that are in wheelchairs, put like spikes on them. Great. I don't know. Kind of cool. Fight club. Um, the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the workers here, Marilyn Latish McKee, is 32 years old, is charged with two counts of assault of a person with disability. The other two workers are younger. Uh, Tanisha Yvonne Tyson, she's 20, and Tanisha Deshaun Jordan, 26. They were charged with one count. So it sounds like Marilyn here is the, uh, the ringleader. But the employees allowed residents to fight with one another, encouraged the fighting of the residents, and one employee physically assaulted a resident by shoving her when she refused to fight. Damn. So I think yeah, it sounds like they had like a ring around them and just like pushed them into the ring. It's like, oh no, okay. you're gonna fight. So they weren't just like letting them fight, they were making them fight. No, they were I think they were yeah, they were encouraging yeah. them to fight, like mm-hmm. physically encouraging them to fight. Yeah. Like I don't think there's a choice. Um, there were no injuries actually, surprisingly, but what happened in the video, so there's several videos. That's why it's like when the cops like, Oh, it's an isolated incident. It's like, I don't think so. And could you imagine if this was like your grandmother, would you just sue the shit out of this place? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I would be like cashing in on this because you're putting your grandmother in there because you don't want to deal with her. Right. You know, you're already kind of heartless just by doing that. Or, I mean, you have no other choice. But if she's abused in there, then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to cash in on this person who I can't stand to be around. Nobody does this to my Bubby's Dibbuk. Nobody. (laughs) So one video showed a resident lying unattended on the floor while a staff member shoved another resident, a woman who was later uh, in the fight, into her room. So she just kind of shoved her into the room. I mean, that's the thing. These dementia patients are difficult to handle. But once again, I think... You know, you're hiring staff. They're getting paid, like, what, the wages of a McDonald's worker? That's insane. Like, how much are they making? Like, 12 bucks an hour? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they give a shit. And I highly doubt they have any kind of, like, you know, education beyond high school, because I don't think you need it. Those are like the techs at a rehab. They get paid, like, basically $12 an hour. And it's like, they, like, ac- they're like they like accidentally give people, like, twice their meds. They're like, oh, just did so you, you give her the barbiturates? Yeah, I just did. But you gave it to her earlier. No, I did Oh, shit. You know, like, uh, that happened all the time, literally. <laughs> and it's like, oh, is she going to die or we're going to have to pump her stomach? <sighs> They're just trying to make as much money as they can while spending, you know? Yeah, bullshit. exactly. Yeah. Uh, the second video that was actually shared on Facebook showed the fight between a woman and another uh, female resident. Uh, she, they were hitting each other and kicking each other in a bedroom. And she was like, let go, help me, help me, let go. And then a staff member said, stop screaming, you fucking bitch. And then (laughs) pushed her back into the room to fight her. Um, And then other residents were trying to like stop, like stop the fight. And they wouldn't allow the other residents to intervene. 
So as one of the women started to strangle the second one, no one intervened. And you could hear the worker in the background saying, punch her in the face. It's just heartless. And then another worker said, are you recording? You got to send this to me. Could you? I couldn't even imagine if that was like my girlfriend. And she's like, yeah, check out this uh, video I got from work. I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. It's like grandma fight club here. Uh, the three workers could all be heard talking, laughing, and commenting during the fight. She's like Joe Rogan in the background. <laughs> it's a brilliant fight. And then like interviewing the winner. Yeah. <laughs> um, the employee who recorded the fight told investigators that she did so because the women being beaten up was a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, she had uh, The woman apparently had a diagnosis of dementia and was disoriented and often screamed and yelled at everyone. So obviously they didn't care that she was getting her ass kicked. But I think the moral of the story here, it's a thankless job to be working in a nursing home. I think, I don't know. This, this Right here is an argument. This is an argument for euthanasia. I don't even know if you those places should exist. think they had the fights exist. before or after Matlock came on? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, don't you think Matlock probably calms him down? <laughs> but if you think about it, yeah. the excitement pre-Matlock would probably, uh, you know, make for a better fight. Yeah, who knows? God. The things that happen in nursing homes, I can't even imagine like a more sick and wrong place. That's right. Terrible. What do you have here for the second story? Dutch family waiting for end of time found in secret room. Hmm. Secret yep. room, huh? That's right. How come it's so, you know, this shit happens. I guess it happens here too, but like mm. the families and people being, you know, imprisoned within a house is like a very common thing in Europe. It's a common thing here too, buddy. Yeah, I guess this happened here, but like yeah. Joseph Fritzl kept this, uh, what, his daughter for like 27 years. I think yes. it's harder to do that in this country. Well, how long did Eric, Eric Castro didn't even have a secret room and he kept yeah. those chicks for like Yeah, but a like long six years, time. six or seven years. Yeah. Wasn't, I mean, he kidnapped them, bro, man. And then there were those people that always, that have like a whole chamber that they create, you know, under their oh, house. Yeah, yeah, and, they, like, that's what Fritzl did. He had like a whole chamber. I don't think chamber. it's any more common in Europe than it is here. Buddy. I don't know. I just, you just hear about it. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it just uh, seems more egregious when the, some of the cases have come out. A family who spent nine years on a farm waiting for the end of time had been discovered by police in the Netherlands after one of them turned up at a local pub, reports say. A man of 58 and six young adults aged 18 to 25 were living at a farm in the province of Drenthe. The family were found after the eldest of the children ordered beer at a bar in the nearby village of Ruinervald. <laughs> you know, when I first heard this story, the reason, m one of the main reasons I chose this story was because I thought it said Ruiner World. Ruiner World? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that. It's the yeah, world of like, people that just ruin everything. They ruin everything. It's yeah. like Water World, but for people that ruin things. Wait, so know? I don't get it. It was the guy, the 58-year-old guy, was he related <clears throat> to them? Well, we're going to, yes. Gonna okay. Get into right. that. Yeah. Um, so uh, he then told staff he needed help. Yeah, we found uh, six people living in a uh, small space in the house, which could be uh, locked, but uh, wasn't a basement, police said. Wow, I didn't know the police in Holland sound like New York's. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> New Yorkers. I, well, now you know. <laughs> okay, you know, I guess I didn't know that. Why everything in New York is uh, has Dutch names, oh, right? That makes sense. Like the Van Wyck Expressway, yeah. 
So uh, the older man has been arrested. According to the family, he is the father of the six children, say police. Hmm. It was not clear whether they had been there voluntarily, police added. The eldest son was not there at the time. Hmm. So local reports described the man as a handyman called Josef B., who was originally from Austria. Fritzl Austria. was from Austria. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Fritzl's from. Along and Yosef, some other people, Joseph K. Fritzl, too. Who I won't mention. Along oh, yeah. with some other folks I won't mention. Um, I've never seen anything like it, local mayor Roger de Groot told reporters. He revealed that some of the family had not been registered locally and also indicated that the 58-year-old was not the father. You Whoa. are not the father. God, this is like Dutch Mori Povich. Go, go, I know. Yeah, this um, is great. See, that's, that's the audio version of the dancing. You know, I can't <laughs> just, if I, if I just did the dance, nobody could see. Mm. So that's my kind of, you know, audio only version of the dance. Mm. You thank me later. Um, yeah, so the public broadcaster said that the family had been living in isolation waiting for the end of time. Oh, it's a doomsday cult. That's right. Well, so Far- wait, where's the mother? I don't know. There is no I think mother. Still, yeah, there is no <laughs> Bar owner Chris Westerbeek described how a man had come in, ordered five beers, and drunk them. Five Z- beers? Yeah. Wow, Zeno, I, guess- I had a chat with him, and he revealed he had run away and needed help. Then we called the police, he said. <laughs> He had long hair, a dirty beard, wore old clothes, and looked confused. He said he'd never been to school and hadn't been to Zababa for nine years. We're not going to ID him. Let's just give him five beers. Fuck it. So I don't know if you've seen a picture of this kid. <laughs> no, what does he look like? He looks like... I remember my grandmother had a... There's some image, and I've seen it in places, like a lot of like... Hispanic families have this painting. My my grand my Italian grandmother had it. This painting of Jesus, where it looks like gay blonde Jesus. Gay, like that... he's so blonde <laughs> and so like pretty that it's like I don't even know what's going on here. He's been watching too much sissy hypno porn or something. <laughs> That's what this kid looks like. He's like radiant. He's like radiant. I expected to see a fucking you know heart wrapped in fucking barbed wire coming out of his chest or some shit. Yeah, I was expecting the kid from like Road Warrior 2. Remember that? (laughs) That little little creature? Um, I do. But yeah, this kid, that's weird. Do you ever see those those, uh, paintings of Jesus? Kind of like that, where he kind of looks like very youthful and exuberant, but it's just a picture of him smiling. It just says, Jesus laughing. No. They're hilarious. It's like Jesus just doing stuff. Like Jesus laughing jesus smiling but he always has like this kind of blonde like very luxurious hair yeah that's what yeah it's so shiny like he, <laughs> the product required is just would be outstanding for that period of time yeah know? i mean i don't even know where He's they get so that pretty His or whatever skin is just you know my luxurious God. tresses yeah so um neighbors believe the family lived on vegetables grown on the farm he said he had brothers and sisters who lived at the farm. He said he was the oldest and wanted to end the way they were living. 
Officers visited the remote farmhouse and carried out a search. They discovered a hidden staircase oh, behind a, hidden a staircase. cupboard. Hidden staircase behind a cupboard. Wow, the creepy Dutch people under the stairs. Yeah. yeah, in the living room that led down to a secret room where the family were housed. But, okay, why would you need, I mean, was there, were they living in a neighborhood or was it like an isolated farmhouse? I'm assuming it was an isolated farmhouse, seeing as they were growing vegetables. You'd have yes. to let them out to, like, work on the fucking farm. Yeah, so why, why do you need a secret room then? I don't know. I mean, if you're living in a city like Maybe Fritzl, they built it back in the day when the fucking Nazis were coming around, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 like an Anne Frank yeah. kind of thing. But, like, Fritzl... These Nazis when they came around here. I mean, Fritzl lived in a neighborhood. Like, it was a neighborhood with neighbors and homes. So it's like he obviously had to, like, lock up, you know, the daughter in the secret room downstairs mm. or in the basement because people would see her and be like, what's going on there? You know, like, Fritzl fathered, like, several uh, children of incest. Yeah. And they were like, weren't they like their skin was like a translucent white and they cooed and grunted? Is that true? I thought they were fine. No, they like, uh, you never see a picture of them. Now no. they're like, all deformed and they would like speak well i don't know about now if they've learned language now but at the time they spoke in this like series of like coups and grunts get the fuck out of here really yeah it was fucking weird all right well fucking a <laughs> uh ruinervold is a village with a population of less than three thousand. the farm is outside the village and is accessible by a bridge over a canal and there's a there's a witch who lives under the bridge, so most people <laughs> yeah, ever, don't ever cross. <laughs> most people don't cross it. So that's why they never found. The farm, which is part hidden behind a row of trees, also has a large vegetable plot and a goat. Uh, the, a neighbor told Dutch media that he had only ever seen one man on the farm, no children. And that there had been animals on the grounds, such as geese and a dog. I don't the know why that's postman, relevant, but okay. Yeah. Said he had never delivered a letter there. <laughs> it's pr actually pretty strange. Now I come to think about it, he told Algamit. He told a news website. That is kind of weird, though. Not a single letter ever was delivered to this home. Right. But, like, like I guess the junk he, mail you get. Yeah, I guess that is weird. Don't they have junk mail weird. in Holland? I hope so. It's just weird that this guy's they never got a single there. letter. Yeah. It's weird. People in the area tweeted the news, and one reporter posted images of the farmhouse, saying he had been asked to keep it a distance. Hmm. Yeah. God, People I, if... in Drentha confirmed that a 58-year-old man had been arrested and was under investigation after refusing to cooperate. Wow. Yeah. You know what this is like? You ever <clears throat> see that show, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No, but I'm familiar with it. Isn't that the premise of... Isn't yeah, it? this is pretty much yeah. the premise. It's mm -hmm. I think it was John Hamm was like this doomsday cult leader, and he mm -hmm. actually kidnapped Kimmy Schmidt and another girl and held right. them down in a secret room in his house. But then I think he actually... The other three girls that were there too... He met and kind of proselytized with them and convinced them to come live in the house because and await the apocalypse. Mm. So she had lived for like nine years of her life in this like weird doomsday cult. And then she escaped or, or I think like or one of them escaped and then they're freed and it's about her like adjusting to society. But this right. is kind of a similar thing. Yeah, it sounds pretty similar. 
Wow. Yesterday, someone reported to us that they were worried about the living conditions of people in a house in Britain's Huisitrichberg <laughs> in hashtag Runewald. They wrote in a tweet. We went there. We still have many unanswered questions, they said, adding that all scenarios were open and their investigation was fully underway. The farmhouse and the surrounding grounds were cordoned off. Some reports suggested the 58-year-old had suffered a stroke and had been confined to his bed. Oh, and that's how the kid got out. I don't know if they mean that's how the kid got out or if that happened like once all the police showed up or something. Hmm. How many? Like, wait, how oh, many? I'm having a stroke now. Yeah. <laughs> Good timing there. It how was many unclear years? what had happened to the children's mother, although oh. the mayor said she had died some time ago. Because apparently the mayor knows everything. Yeah. God, Mayor Povich mm. over here. How many yeah. years had they been in car or imprisoned? I guess in the home. Years, not so father. Um, <laughs> I don't. It's it's unclear. There's not. There's still in, information that's going to come out on this thing. Yeah, um, yeah. There's like more and more information coming out. Like I read um, just a couple hours ago that the the father apparently for about eight years in the 80s was a member of the uh, Unification Church, the Moonies. Oh, he's a Mooney. Yeah. So right, I mean, he I'm... left the church in like 1988, but you know, I'm sure that somehow informs what happened here. Yeah, a lot of those guys are like, you know what? You guys <laughs> just aren't serious enough for me. The do yeah. doomsday is coming. The he probably like learned how they control people and then it's like, I should do the same, <laughs> you know, because they give you like gruel that doesn't really give you enough strength to do anything, you know. He should have just showed him sissy hypno porn. That's right. You know, or Jesus hypno porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse porn. Um, so what, what I don't get about it is, so he had these, they're not his kids though, right? He's not related to them? According to the mayor. I mean, if you want to go around <laughs> D and believe the mayor. The mayor. Then sure, go ahead. Mayor you know? McCheese over here. I don't know. Mm. I kind of I, I kind of think the mayor's credible. Mm. So may your mother died some time ago. He is not the father. I knew all of this. <laughs> well, why don't you stop it? Yeah, why did you I, stop I, it? I knew none of this. I don't know anything. I'm sorry. I must go. I just wonder, like, uh, how come in any of these doomsday cult scenarios or when the people are living in the house, how come there's not one cynic amongst any of the kids that are like, yeah, really? Why do we have to be down here? Right. Like, uh, when's the doomsday coming? Because we've been down here mm. nine years and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Mm. That's why you never find this happening with Jews. Right. I think Jews would just complain too much. Yeah. And it's just like, get the fuck out of the house, God damn it. It's like you're ruining the doomsday cult with your complaints. Well, just he's ruined a world. Where else am I supposed to ruin things? <laughs> you know? Wow, yeah, I bet you there's going to be some uh, more details coming out on this one, though. Yes. Dutch doomsday cult. Also, it's like, okay, the end of time is coming. Why do you need to wait for it in a basement? Why yeah. can't you just like go have a coffee somewhere? Like, what? what I don't understand. Yeah, why do we all it. have to be locked up together in a in a secret room and await <laughs> this? Like, what, are we just going to die in here? Yeah. Because I'd rather, yeah, like, I'd rather die watching, like, fucking TV at least. Yeah, sure. And did, did, they, did they go to school? Probably not. No, they didn't go to school. I wonder if the father taught them. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> he probably did. Yeah, mm. that's weird.
That is weird. People, send your story to SickGroundPodcast at gmail.com. Oh, we have some phone calls coming up next. You can call the SickGround hotline at 323-522-4032. did get some good calls this week. Uh, before we get to that, though, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls? I put a spell on you. So you got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032. This first call actually is from a caller who I I don't think has called the show in years. I always love when that happens. When you get somebody who's been a long-time listener and they just, for some odd reason, get the itch to call in and then you're like, oh, it's like a reunion of sorts, you know? Mm. This is Anne from Northern California. Hi, Dee. Um, long time, no talk. This is Anne from Northern California. Um, hi, Harrison. Nice to meet you. Hey, buddy, don't kill yourself. It really messes up your friends. So I get some help. And um, you guys were talking about David Crosby the other day, and it just made me laugh because my mom used to date him. And they apparently share a birthday, and she was out partying on her birthday and somehow ended up on his boat puking over the side. And he came over to help her and asked her who the hell she was and what the heck she was doing. Wait, she just... She hmm. wasn't invited on his boat, I'm assuming. That's that's kind of funny. Oh, no, maybe he was having a party, though. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe he's having a party. You don't know everybody boat. that's at a party, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and she might have seen the party, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's for what, the 70s, I'm assuming? Sure. Yeah. Hmm. And she told him to F off and ended up dating him for a while. And I got to play tambourine at Winterland with them when I was like three on stage. That's kind of crazy. Was he in mm. Crosby, Stills, and Nash then? He was also oh. in The Birds, you know that? Yes, I know. David Crosby. So I wonder if uh, Winterland, who he is playing with then. Mm. Probably Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I bet you that guy would have been fun to party with. Sure. I mean, When did he become sober? I don't know. It was like... 80s, I think. Was it the 80s? Oh, okay. But I think he was, you know, battling addiction for years. I think he would relapse. Mm. But I imagine that dude, like, he could probably get some great drugs, too. Wow, your mom was probably a partier. I wonder if she ever, like, gave into, you know, told her any details. So, uh, he was pretty nice to her, and he didn't ever abuse her. So I've only ever heard nice things about him, but I understand he's pretty much a scumbag now. But is he sick? Keep it wrong. Woo! Yeah, is he? Why is he a scumbag now? I don't know. I've never heard anything <laughs> bad about him. Well, I know. I think he was, uh, you know, I think he was definitely a bit of a derelict at times. And yeah. When he was a, like a massive drug user. But has he been I sober I mean, I've never for heard years? about him doing anything bad to anyone other than himself, is my point. 
you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure. But mm. yeah, maybe uh, let us know how, how he, uh, if he's a scumbag now. And does your mom still, is she still in contact with him? Like rekindle like it, the romance? It sounds like no. Yeah, but, probably not. I mean, it was like in the 70s. Yeah, I bet you that guy was a crazy partier. Mm-hmm. When you think back in those times, like in the 70s, who would you have wanted to party with if given the opportunity? I always thought oh. Ozzy would be a great guy to hang out with. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he was doing some crazy shit. But, I don't know. Towns Van Zant, I think, would be kind of a fun guy to be around. I would find, I would, I would opt, if possible, I would opt to know for any of them. Generally, Why? it's not fun to do drugs around people who have huge egos. Yeah, it's I guess pretty bad. It's always pretty bad, generally. So, But, I mean, maybe if you're just at one of their parties. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, uh, like I think it'd be kind of cool to be at like John Bonham's house party, mm. you know. But yeah, I guess I imagine like uh, there probably would be some massive egos in that room, like David, yeah. part, like partying with like David Bowie, or yeah, something. Because it's like you got to deal with their <clears throat> massive ego, and then oh shit, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry, my thing fell. Uh, you got to deal with their massive ego and then like, you know, they have to deal with your fanboy bullshit, you know, (laughs) but but I think that contributes to the massive ego. Right. You know, Mm. anyway, thank you. And it's always good to hear from you. Um, yeah. And if you have any other David Crosby stories, let us know. (laughs) Yes. Uh, next call is, uh, from, uh, uh, a girl named Jen who's commenting about sexual role play. Hello, Jews. Hi, D. Hi, Harrison. This is Jen. Um, calling to comment on something you guys talked about like about 100 episodes ago. There was a girl that called in that said she wanted to be called Mommy. And then D commented that, oh, I should have had people call me the rabbi. And I personally, I think that's the fucking hottest idea ever. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that either. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, it's like 100 episodes ago, so it would have yeah. been like 608 or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is, that is weird. I think I, I kind of recall you saying you didn't like when girls, you know, uh, uh, want to be called, like, want to call you daddy, right? Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, no, that, that's the thing, like, daddy and mommy, it just it is mm. weird. But yeah. the rabbi, I mean, be, that's, that's interesting. Sure. Ra- rabbi hypnoporn. <laughs> yeah, you should fucking do that, Harrison. Maybe you could do that too. You can fucking bang in. You could be like the fucking rabbi. Picture it. It's Friday night. It's Sabbath. It's like Jackie Mason narrating the video and like bagels and locks, like images, and like a menorah. Yeah, we're going to have a dialogue about suffering <laughs> while I fuck you. <laughs> you have this hot, blonde, shiksa. You're like, Oh, I can't fucking jerk off because it's the Sabbath and I can't do any work. You're like my Shabbos goy. And you just have her fucking blow you. Dude, she's uh, done th- she has done this before. That's an idea. I never thought about that before. Yeah, my uh, shiksa. Shabbos goy domination. You haven't, Yo. You've never done, but you've done the Nazi thing, right? Where the girl dresses up in like a kind of an SS type outfit. You know, no, I've never, I've always wanted to. I've never done it though. And would so. you be a Jew in that scenario? 
It depends. <laughs> I have, I don't know, you know, probably. But this likely. is different. This is like, mm. you're the Jew mm. and uh, she's like a shiksa and you're kind of like, you know, mm. have some of my gefilte fish. Yeah. Or you can do like a doggy style scene. You're wearing your seat seat, you know, your prayer shawl, just fucking hop. She's got to be Jewish. Don't you think so? She just, yeah, she just like fucks your children's inheritance, right? Right out from under you. <laughs> just takes your money away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but this girl here has got to be Jewish. She just said seat seat. Who knows what seat seat? Do you even That's know what true. seat seat are? I do. Yeah, it's, it's like, but a lot of people would not know that. Hmm. She's got some weird Jew fetish. It's also a fly that can lay eggs in your skin. Um, <laughs> it's a sexy so you know. fly. Blonde yeah. girl, you know, or you guys can even just make a full porn subgenre of it, kind of like the Mormon one, but for fucking Jews and rabbis. Anyways, I'm saying it's fucking hot. You should do it. I didn't do it. She's like, oy vey, oy vey, oy, oy, oy. So the oy. Anyways. Something to think about, and I support you having this sexy rabbi fetish. So, Shabbat Shalom, motherfuckers. Technically, it's Thursday, tomorrow's Shabbat. But, anyways, you get my point. All right, continue on. Keep doing God's work. I appreciate you. Have a good night. She's it's definitely getting Jewish. hot in here. <laughs> so, take your kippa off. Oi, I'm getting so hot. I'm going to take my kippa everywhere. off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shake your tuchas. Mm. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's definitely Jewish. Yeah. I wonder if... Um, the, the thing is, too, with this rabbi fetish, do you think she'd want the rabbi to have, like, a really big beard and, like, a traditional-looking rabbi? You gotta have a beard. You gotta get yeah, rabbis without beards. a rabbi beards. without a beard, go, just go home. But it's just kind of creepy. Mm. Like, you look at him, you're like, eh, kind of like a pederast, like a, like a Catholic priest or something. You're saying all rabbis look like pederasts? With, when they don't have beards. Oh, when they don't have beards. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you got to have a beard. Like mm. I, you know, to be honest, I never mm. saw my father without a beard. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even imagine what he would look like without a beard. So that's why I'm sure like in her rabbi fantasy, you know, the rabbi has a big beard. He's probably, you know, has his robes, his talit on. Mm -hmm. Probably keeps the talit on even when he's boning their doggy style. You think so? Probably. Mm. I mean, that's part of it. I wonder, where do you think women uh, get this kind of like rabbi or Jewish fetish? I mean, they got to be Jewish. I, well, I, you know what? I've, I've, I I've know. known some like goy chicks who are like unnaturally into Jews. My, you know? my, my girlfriend is really into Jews. She's dated three other Jews. Okay. And I think it's like... I don't know. I think mm. it's some kind of like personality traits that she's attracted to. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, mm. but she's definitely uh, into Jews. There's a lot. Maybe, of that. maybe without a beard, your dad would look like Patrick Duffy or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, there's some mm. some girls like dating nice Jewish boys. Right. I don't know if I'm one of those, but I mean, yeah. I've known a lot of Jewish guys into Asian chicks. It's a thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is kind yeah. of a thing. Do you think the Asian chicks have rabbi fetishes? No. You know, no one ever fetishizes the moil. 
No, of course not. <laughs> that would be weird. Or should they? Yeah. Yeah. Let's reenact a brisk scene here, okay? Yeah. I'll go get the rubbing alcohol and my pair of tweezers. We should have binaural beats that encourage you to circumcise yourself. <laughs> Yeah, that's hot. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thank you, Jen, for that uh, little erotic uh, fiction there, a little erotic fantasy. Um, next call we have here is this guy. I don't know. I don't know who this guy thinks he is. I think he's like the psychologist Hugh Grant or something. But uh, he is psychoanalyzing the fearful mess. All right. He's got some words for words of advice here for FM. Okay. Here's part one. Good evening, Click and Wrong. This is a caller from the UK. I uh, felt compelled to call because I was recently listening to the episode where our good friend Fearful Mess calls in and describes the episode where he uh, cries to himself in a car after a, a bit of an incident at the uh, bingo hall, of all things. Uh, I think I think I just wanted to reach out to the guy, really. I'm not going to say anything his uh, therapist can say in much better terms and, you know, for, for money as well. So unsolicited advice from a stranger across the sea. Uh, I think he's doing really, really well for himself. Uh, I just want to reach out and say that to him. Uh, as much as, like, you know, a single social mishap means you end up crying by yourself in a car because an old woman, like, snaps at you, the confidence is, is like anything else, and it takes a lot of exercise, and it takes a lot of practice to even get it right. You Some positive reinforcement there. Yeah. 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 God. Way better than us. <laughs> Now we support FM. I really do. I think well, he's, this guy uh, wouldn't even be talking about FM if it wasn't for us. Exactly, so, and, and you know? that's the thing. And I, I support FM, and I do admire his courage in yeah. uh, venturing outside of his parents' basement, you know, and playing bingo. That's right. You imagine trying to tell a joke and you don't say it right the first time, so you just shit yourself in, in sadness. Well, the next time you tell that joke, you might tell it a bit better. And any time you try and talk to people or go outside, I mean, the first time you're not just going to make friends. Life's not a fucking film. You don't just go outside and in half an hour you turn your life around and you find the girl, blah, 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 blah. It takes a lot of exercise. It takes a lot of practice in its own way. Uh, if no one else, uh, you guys have given him kudos too, but I think the rest of Sick and Wrong is behind him in that he's doing just fine and to keep it up and keep... What a, what a positive, supportive mm. community. You know, that's right. We're, we're fortifying we're, his existence. We we you know? definitely are. Because remember, you know? in the in the in the Joker movie, he's like, nobody knows I exist. <laughs> well, motherfuckers know fearful mess exists. I know, know, but they didn't well, previously. But and they now like that, him. You know, yeah, so, we like him. You know, and people like fearful mess because, you know, they can see their own neuroses kind of. You know, exaggerated Man, yeah, they, in him. Exactly. Right? They manifest inside they can of relate. Him. Everybody can relate yeah. to him in one way or another. Our right? own social anxiety. You right. know, we can see that within Fearful Mess. That's correct. Going outside, and we all, all really look forward to his calls, I should say. Um, and while we're on track, Fearful Mess is just uh, a fabulous, like, organic nickname that the lads picked up. Uh, and all the people out there who call the sick and wrong hotline once and ask for a nickname should go fuck themselves. Stop <laughs> digging for internet kudos from two Jews in California on a podcast, all right? They're not interested. You shouldn't give yourself, like, nicknames. Did you not learn that in high school? Get the fuck out. Uh, I totally agree with you, Grant, here. You know? It's like, yeah. Quit fishing for nicknames here. And then coming in and, like, giving your own, you know, giving yourself a nickname. A Fearful Mess was definitely an organic nickname that just kind of worked out perfectly. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. 
anyway, that's will do. Yes, uh, fe- fearful mess. We're, we're all behind you. Keep it up, and uh, uh, you, confidence takes practice. You'll get there soon, man. Don't you worry about it. Um, keep calling, and uh, that's enough from me. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. I'm sorry. Is he a therapist, or is he just some guy? I, th- I think he's just some English guy. Okay, all right. That uh, feels some compassion here for FM. Gotcha. So it's good. He, he calls in mm. with a part two. Mm. D, Simon, it's, uh, it's the caller who uh, wants to give some advice to a fearful mess again. I just uh, had some thoughts all of a sudden. Um, I think it's a problem. He's staying up at night thinking about fearful mess. Yes, yeah. He's just like, you know what? My heart goes out to this guy, <laughs> you know, and he's, just, he's losing sleep over it. <laughs> some anxiety. How can uh, I help him? We could ask yeah, exactly. It's like, how can I help him more? Maybe, maybe teach him how to play fucking bingo. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Readers, uh, readers, fuck, am I talking about? Other callers to uh, tell fearful mess about some other times where they just um, fucking ruined themselves socially by stepping outside, just you know, to get a bit of fresh air, only to just uh, uh, own it for all to go wrong. I, I, I was washing dishes just now, and I was thinking of an occasion where. I um, I used to live by myself somewhere. There were no friends around, and the only I decided one day to go into town, catch the bus, walk around in complete silence, just to uh, just to just to just to look like a weirdo, <laughs> you know, just by myself, sitting here thinking about fearful mess, wandering around town. And what were you wearing? A clown suit? Like I don't know. Or you go to a <laughs> wedding and you you know talk to a guy uh, dressed up like a clown and he doesn't remember who you are and you try to explain it and he still doesn't remember and you're like you know what fuck it i'm not talking to anybody i'm just gonna eat some cake and go home fuck this there is a point where uh we were standing there in line to get food and uh the guy the guy with the monkey was there and these two girls were kind of like bent you know bent over look at the monkey and she's like here take a picture and she hands it to the clown angus Mm -hmm. She's like, take a picture. He's like, oh, do you think I work here or something? And she's like, no, just take a picture. And he could not figure out how to use an iPhone. Hmm. Yeah, he is. At one point, he's like, I can't do this. You got to do this. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bump into something, you know. Um, I guess I encountered one of those charity muggers, they call them. These are people who come up to you in the street and, uh, you know, ask them to sign up for a charity or to, you know, pledge whatever to Cancer Research UK, blah, 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 blah. The point being that this one came up to me and uh, said, hey, do you want to join this? And with with no other tools, which tendency to just go away or I didn't want to sign up either particularly, I, I actually just started crying right right there in front of him. as a me- <laughs> What? What? Wait, what? <laughs> he was walking up the street, I guess, by himself. And so one of these, he's calling him a charity mugger. But you know how, like, you have those people that are, like, you, I, I, I kind of hate those. I hate them, actually. They, they come up to you and they're like, hey, how are you? Oh, like, do you care about global warming yeah, or Do you whatever? care about yeah. global warming? Yeah. yeah and yeah. then they, but it's mm. weird because sometimes there'll be an attractive girl that would be like, hey, how's yeah. it going? And you're like, mm. good. How are you? And she's like, you got a minute? And then they're just trying to talk to you about global warming or UNICEF mm. or something. But I think it's hilarious because I usually just go, no, and I have my headphones on or I walk away. But this guy just burst into tears. Mm. That might be the best way to deal Someone's with it. Someone's talking to me. <laughs> I just think I would just do that. I would just, I'm going to do that next time with these charity people like, hey, uh, can we talk about global warming? I'm just going to get down and just start bawling. I sometimes just pretend like I only speak German or something. You know? <laughs> 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 Needs to just 
get him to leave me alone to the point I just said, can I, can I please go now? And he was like, yeah. And then I, and then I walked off and that. I like how he's asking the guy, like, can I please go? I don't know. But it's, it's like, who cares? You just tell them, just don't say anything and just walk by them. Mm. So you got to use the headphones are great. Sometimes I'll, even if I don't feel like listening to music, I'll put my headphones in just to avoid people. Right. You ever do that? Sure. Yeah. Why not? It was like just one of the occasions I left the house trying to get some fresh air and it all went fucking terribly wrong. Um, but I mean, five years later, I work for a newspaper and my job is basically to speak to strangers. Now my point of fearful mess being that it doesn't get better unless you give it practice. Um, and the, Sick and wrong proves one thing true. You don't you don't get any better. I don't know. Sitting in the dark, reloading guns and calling podcasts by yourself. Uh, Ooh, there's a poke at boner villain right there. Yeah, he's talking about boner villain. That's right. You know, I'm sure boner villain's gonna cry when he hears that. Yeah, he'll he'll uh, he'll, he'll would... run his fucking Mercedes Benz off the road <laughs> like cries. You mean his mom's Mercedes Benz? Yes, yes. We all know that's true at this point. Um, yeah, all the same. Yeah, uh, good. Uh, good luck to you, Piffle Mess. We're we're all we're all backing you, and uh, anyone else who, who who's out there. All the same. Uh, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Switch soon. Cheers. Bye. I'm sorry. Did Cheerio. he cry so the guy would leave him alone, or did he? Was it an honest emotional reaction? I'm confused. No, I think he was just. Yeah, maybe a little bit of both. I think he just okay. the guy came up to him and he just didn't know what to say and he just started crying. I see. Because of fear of social situations or something. Mm. It, it sounds like that. And then that was his response. I mean, it sounds like it was purely emotional. Like mm. he wasn't planning on doing that, but I see. I'm going to start doing that on purpose though. Right. Just break down in tears. As soon as one of those people asked me about donating to <laughs> some charity, like humane society. <laughs> yeah. That might work. Well, thank you there. Uh, I'm, I'm you know, that guy sees a little bit of fearful mess in himself, you know? Yep. I think there's a little bit of FM in all of us. That's right. So uh, we're rooting for you, FM, and thank you there, uh, concerned Englishman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people can call Sticker on hotline at uh, 323-522-4032. We do have one email I want to get through real quick, and uh, then we got to get out of here. Uh, this one comes from G-Dog. I'm sure G-Dog has had a good cry every now and then. Mm. In a social situation, you know, ordering Chinese food, you just start crying. It mm. happens. A G Dog writes, Howdy, fellas. How's it going? I'm a longtime listener and a Patreon. Well, you're a Patreon, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, shh, don't make fun of him. Come on. Thank you. We, we appreciate you being a Patreon. Yep. I was just wondering if you're aware of the shit that has hit the fan over here because Glary, or Gary Glitter has a track. <laughs> In the new Joker movie. Yes. Loads of wankers saying we are not going to watch this movie because a pedophile is getting royalties from this film. Does it work like that? No, it doesn't. Isn't he dead? I'm not sure. Did he die? Oh, no, he's not dead. I thought he was dead. Yeah, but even if he's a criminal, he's, uh -huh. does he get Well, I wonder who would get the royalties from that. Um, I re actually read an article about it. It's just the record company. Oh, just a record company. So he doesn't yeah. make anything from it. Yeah, no, because he's in like a fucking, um, he's in prison. Yeah, you know? I mean, for years. But yeah. once he's released from he prison. I don't even think he gets any commissary money from it. I, what, from what I read, it's just he gets, you know, um, yeah, it's the record company gets it. He doesn't get it. Huh. 
Well, what, when you ask me, is that how it works? I mean, typically, yes, it is how it works with publishing. Hmm. But I thought it would work with uh, if you're in prison, like your family mm-hmm. would get the money because the record company, you know, they only get a portion of it. Like for some estate? reason, I read an article that was like, actually, it was like, in this case, the record company gets all for some reason. I don't remember why. Wow, he yeah. lost the rights to it or maybe that he sold the rights to it or something happened. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about these people being outraged about that scene, even though I feel like he, they could have picked a better song. Mm. Did you think so? I thought it worked pretty well. It worked, but I just thought mm. like out of all the songs, there there were better ones, but whatever. I think it's because... What would you, that, have, cho- what would you have chosen? I, I don't know, like a T-Rex song or something. Like mm. 20th Century Boy. I'm, I'm not sure. I, would have, I yeah. probably would have picked something else. Okay. Um, but I think the reason being is because I feel like that song was just oversaturated in sporting events. Right. So it's like when I hear that song, I think of like jock jams or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's like I'd rather pick like another song, you know, something a little more obscure from the era. You know, Dandy in the Underworld. <laughs> Dandy in the Underworld would have worked perfectly, actually. I don't think so, but, you know. <laughs> Spaceball Ricochet. No, I don't know. I think you could have picked like an Elton John song that might have been better. But whatever. Maybe, maybe a junk shop glam tune. A junk you know? shop glam tune, like Cockney Rebels or something. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of songs you could have picked. But, right. you know, I don't know. The, but the thing is, with people being all outraged about this, so were they outraged at sporting events for decades have been playing that fucking song? Well, I think they don't play it anymore. But not now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not but he much. only got busted. When did he get busted? It was like the mid-aughts or something. Yeah, mid-aughts. I think like 2007. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, mm. don't know if you're aware of Glitter, but he's a legendary pedo and was even kicked out of Vietnam. <laughs> it's a legendary pedo. Uh, he also has a song of the week suggestion, which name checks a friend of the show, Fred Phelps. It's by Attractive 80s Women and called I Want to Get Gay Married. I've never what? heard of it. What did he say? What? He said uh, he has a song of the week suggestion, which name oh. checks a friend of the show, Fred Phelps. It's by Attractive 80s Women and I want to get gay married. Now, I had another song picked out. Isn't but- Fred Phelps the guy who runs that church where they say, like, where they pick it? Yeah, the Westboro Baptist Church. He's a friend of the show? No, no. uh, Well, (laughs) I wouldn't say he's a friend of the show. (laughs) Yeah, Fred Phelps is a friend of the show. What the hell have I (laughs) signed on to here? Honestly. (laughs) Yeah, you know, before you started, Fred Phelps was like a regular contributor. He'd come on every now and then when Wackerly had to take off. Okay. Sub the show. Got it. Okay. Great. I did try to do a, uh, I don't know if you were on the show then. When I tried to do that, like, Fred Phelps party for his funeral. No. Remember that? Nope. Oh. Yeah, I was trying to do something like a viral thing where, you know, everybody could do a big gay party when Fred Phelps' funeral was happening. Like, it would just right. be a big party across the street. Uh, but it didn't really take off. One of your schemes. Off. One of my schemes. One of my many viral attempts. Anyway, uh... It's by Attractive Asian Women. It's called uh, uh, I Want to Get Gay Married. Anyway, must go and sort my Washingtons before bedtime. Keep up the good work. Love, G-Dog. You know, I might have to play that in the future because I already had another song picked out from another listener. But uh, maybe next time. Thank you, uh, G-Dog. And people, you can email the show at sickandwrongpodcast at uh, gmail.com. Finally, best way to support the show is by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. 
Just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Find out what everybody's talking about. It's so exciting over there these days. Help us stick it to those fat cats. Yeah, stick it to the in fat podcast cats. land, you know? All those fat cats Fuck who are rolling people. in the dough. All those people you don't like. Fuck them. fucking show them. Yeah, don't eat the sick and wrong. It's kind of, kind mm. of giving you like a fucking, giving a finger to the establishment. That's right. Podcast establishment. You know, you could support Joe Rogan, but there's millions of people that support Joe Rogan. So why not support Sick and Wrong? We're yeah. indie, you know? Uh, we do appreciate it, though. I mean, we've been getting a lot of new user or new uh, patrons this month, which has been nice, but we have a lot of new content, too. I see I know, all the sissy hypno porn I've been editing has paid off. The sissy hypno porn, yeah. Pay, yeah, the Harrison has his own, his own special brand of Patreon, sissy hypno porn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to get up there. Also, this week I kind of get into detail. You know, this is my week of uh, or my month of weddings. So I was talking about my wedding I went to last week in Denver. Went ghost hunting at the Hotel Stanley. So we get into all that with the outtakes. So uh, check out the check out the Sigaron Patreon Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/sickandwrong. Finally, here song of the week came in from Chris. He says, "Hey DNH, I bet Harrison listens to this when he jerks off with the auto blow." Taste Buds by King Kong the Barbecue Show. You know that song? King Kong the what? King Kong and the Barbecue mm. Show. No, no, no. Oh, idea. they're great. It's kind of like, mm. I don't know, it's just sort of rock and roll, I suppose, like garage rock. Mm. Uh, they're from Montreal. King Kong is like this huge Indian guy. I lo- actually, I love seeing their shows live. They're a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, he's this huge Indian guy that wears like a cod piece on stage and uh, it just plays like rock and roll guitar and then barbecue is is in mark sultan and he just kind of plays guitar and like a he plays drums too at the same time with like a pedal it's they're actually real i mean in terms of rock and roll they're they're great but this song mm. taste buds is uh is kind of amazing so have you, have you actually used the auto blow yet we haven't have talked about it, it yet you still haven't used it i've been having actual sex so no i haven't <laughs> had a chance to fucking use it right. you've been having real sex that's probably better mm-hmm. than the auto blow yes all right well but people are out there, uh, you know, you're going to have to stay, stay tuned. He's going to use it one day, all right? Uh, thank you, Chris, for sending that in. We're going to end the show here with Taste Buds by King Khan and the Barbecue Show. People will be back next week with episode uh, 710. Till then, take it easy. T-A-S-T-E-B-U-Day.
this shit So you can taste the nugget on my pick Taste buds on my nuts So I can taste up inside your butt Have a special relationship, princess. One that goes beyond what you might expect from other brainwashing and hypnosis materials. A sissy should never feel the need to pretend to be masculine, princess. Femininity is the most wonderful thing in the world, sweetie, and it doesn't matter whether you are a real woman or just a sissy.